This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches. I don't have to show you any stinking batches. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Fascinating. I, I was just looking at an article from the UK Express about this guy named... Well, how would you pronounce J-U-N-C-K-E-R? Junker, right? Jean-Claude Junker. <laughs> and this cat is full tilt bozo. I'll, I'll get into that here in a minute. Welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show, everybody. 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. That's the phone number. On social media at Chris Salcedo TX at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O. TX, as in Texas, on Facebook, The Chris Salcedo Show. Make sure you go there. And uh, all you got to do is type in the search bar there, The Chris Salcedo Show, and you'll find us and follow us on theblaze.com, the channels section. Theblaze.com, click on channels, find my uh, mug. Uh, the best part of that whole picture is the American flag that's in the background. So uh, do me a favor, find that and follow that uh, for the content inside, not the picture on front, please. Uh, catch the show live, if you will, theblaze.com slash radio. Uh, the Blaze Radio smartphone app, the iHeartRadio app, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher for on-demand listening. You know, it, it, I, I'm reminded that we're going to have to kick off Facebook Live a little bit later than we normally do. So we'll probably go to break a little early so we can come back and get the Facebook Livers into the show. Uh, so they're going to miss the first opening salvo. It's not. It's, that's not going to be good, but we... we Sometimes, you know, just some of these details get lost in the shuffle. On your Radio Republic, I'm like, the government of the last eight years, your views are heard. Listen to and addressed right here in this program. The, 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 the article that I was so fascinated with before I got on the air was this article about this guy named Jean-Claude Junker. He has, this is extraordinary to me. He has issued a threat to the United States uh, that that he will, the EU, ooh, there's a pop-up ad for you, that the EU will endeavor to break up the United States in, reven- in revenge for Donald Trump's support of Brexit. European Union boss Jean-Claude Juncker 
this afternoon issued a jaw-dropping threat to the United States, saying he would campaign to break up the country in revenge for Donald Trump's supportive comments about Brexit. Now, am I really disturbed by some leftist idiot, some EU idiot, making threats against the United States? No. What, what I'm fascinated by is the mindset of the leftist over in the EU. Now, remember, the European Union was sold as a loose economic affiliation between independent states, independent nations. What the actual design by the leftists who put it in place, I'm sure that Jean-Claude Juncker was one of these individuals. It was supposed to be a United States of Europe. That was the grand vision, that the U.K. would give give up its autonomy, would give up its national identity, so would France, so would all the other EU countries, Germany. They'd all give up their identities and just become states, kind of like our states, kind of like Montana, kind of like New York. And that was their plan. But they didn't sell it that way. They didn't say, hey, we want to become the United States of Europe. That would have been a whole different proposition altogether. And I can guarantee you that folks in France, folks in Great Britain, folks in Spain, and, and, the, and they would not have gone for it because there's national identity there. So leftists like Jean-Claude Juncker here uh, sought to obfuscate. What was really going on? Oh, no, no, no. You get to keep your national identity. Don't worry. It's, we're just going to have economic trade. That's all it was. And what it, of course, devolved into was exactly this, this leftist's vision, which was uh, for a United States of Europe governed by a capital in Brussels where the U.K. lost all of its self-determination. It was told by basically Washington, D.C., which was Brussels. You will take these uh, refugees into your country. And Great Britain's like, we're an independent country. You can't tell us that. Oh, no, no. Under our EU agreement, that's not how it started. It devolved into that. So I find his reaction fascinating. He saw Trump's support for Brexit, as if a foreign entity were supporting secession of California or Texas. It's the, the mindset of these left-wingers fascinates the hell out of me. Because, again, everything that, that the EU was about was about deception. So, Jean-Claude Juncker, and I don't, I don't know what, how to pronounce his name. I'm, I, but at any rate, this, this, this shows you the mindset of the worldwide left and the fact that he threatened the United States over, oh, you know what, Donald Trump's support for Brexit, our support for Brexit was, was predicated on the fact that this, this deal was a raw deal for Great Britain. They never entered into this agreement to be part of a united Europe, a United States of Europe. They entered into it as a trade negotiation. That was it. Open trade. That was it. 
They never volunteered the citizens to surrender their sovereignty. But Jod Klon Junker, that was his that was his agenda and left wingers agenda all along. To take the for what passes to be economic powerhouses over in Europe and make them slaves to leftists like John Claude Junker. It's uh, it's truly fascinating. And maybe maybe I'm just the only one that that would see things like uh, like, like like I'd find it fascinating. Although, you know, other people might say oh, left winger. I mean, leftist, anti-freedom leftist. That could be that, too. All right, we're going to go to break a little early so we can come back, do Facebook Live, and uh, bring in the Facebook crew into what's happening today. I Yesterday, if you were with us, I got I got compliments on how we ended the show yesterday because we were talking about um, Rachel Dolezal. There is an update that I have to provide uh, on this front, and <laughs> I'll give that to you next. Coming up on the Salcedo Show, stick with me. Conservative Talk. This is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Conservative Talk Radio with Spice. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. Facebook Livers joining us right now. Uh, 888-933-93, 888-900-3393. If you did not join the program yesterday, you missed an update on, um, on Rachel Dolezal. For those of you who don't remember who Rachel Dolezal was, Rachel Dolezal was the white girl who pretended that she was black so she could play the victim card. And we marveled yesterday that NBC News has a has a it's NBC News backslash uh, NBC BLK. <laughs> there, there's actually a web address with NBC BLK, BLK, and we we'd ask the question. I wonder if NBC has a NBC WHT link or a LAT for Latino or whatever. It, it was it was hardly here nor there, but. The main focus was Rachel Dolezal and how she is rehabilitating her image and the new uh, liberal PR firm that we all know and love as NBC News uh, was all too willing to get her on television and to legitimize how she refers to herself. And and I I don't have the article pulled up, but she calls herself some a trans black, a trans black. So basically, I'm not black, but I want to be. It's kind of like a transgender. You know, I am not a female, but I want to be a male. So I'm thus I am male. And and Rachel, and, and this only works if you're a lib. Only works if you're an extremist liberal. So, so we were, well, okay, we were laughing at her, and, and, and because she's so, she so richly deserves to be laughed at and mocked and ridiculed. It's a proven liar. 
she's a proven liar. And of course, that's why she finds uh, a, a place to land over at NBC News. That's, that's where all the folks who lie go. I mean, uh, just ask Brian Williams. Anyhow, uh, neither, neither here nor there. But we found out yesterday that we had missed a big story at the beginning of this month that Rachel Dolezal, the white girl who pretends to be black, she changed her name. She had changed her name to Nikichi Amade Diallo. And we were making, and it, when I started saying that over and over again, it reminded me of that movie, 20, uh, uh, not 24 hours, um, Trading Places. Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and, and, and Eddie Murphy. And we, we started chanting her name. By the way, her name translated into Nigerian means gift of God. And <laughs> I don't know if she's a gift of God, but I will say, well, all human beings are. But I mean, I, I don't know if, if, if the way she has developed her life is a gift from God. But what I can say is she is the gift that keeps on giving. I can say that. But uh, Nikichi Amare Diallo, we started, and it had, a, it had a cadence to it. It was Nikichi Amare Diallo, huh? And I was remembering 24 hours, right? Nikichi Amare Diallo, huh? All right, so, so <laughs> we, we spent about what? 20 minutes, guys, right? On that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why you say it like that? That was good times right there, Ellie. I'm serious. It was a blast. Yeah, see? Everybody was loving it. So we found, and, and I've got to give credit where credit is due, uh, the fantastic Mary Ramirez, who was just happened to be uh, tooling around on the internet, and we found NBC News' next big interview. And <laughs> the story comes comes our way from the UK Telegraph, woman says she is a cat trapped in the wrong body. She hisses at dogs. She hates water and claims she can see better at night. <laughs> the, the only question is, will NBC create a web address that says NBC News slash NBC C-A-T? Not BLK, but CAT for cats, people who think they're cats. Because in this society where if you're a white girl and you think that you're black and, hey, you're trans black, if you're a man who says that you pretend to be a woman and, oh, you're going to be a woman today, why not some crazy person who says, I am a cat? Why not give her validity to NBC News? I'm, 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 I'm being completely serious. And you can put it under NBC News slash NBC CAT. <laughs> oh, this you you this stuff you can't make up this stuff. It is, it's unfortunate. Yes, that that, that common sense has flown out the window. But I'm um, I I just want to do my my bit for God and country. For for well for for NBC news making air quotes with my fingers because well I, i'm sorry what they do over there that doesn't resemble news did you guys hear what john mccain said about the pot-bellied dictator over there in north korea now look for those of you who are, who are at, uh 
adherents and devotees to the Chris Salcedo show, you know I am no fan of John McCain. Who, who could be a fan of a guy who stabs conservatives in the back as a matter of course? Not me. But, but I will give credit where credit is due. A stopped watch is right twice, twice a day. He's on with Greta over there on the Brian Williams Network. And McCain said this about the potbelly dictator. Oh, yes, it helped if I actually turned up the volume so you guys could hear it. China is the one that can, con- the only one that can control Kim Jong-un, this crazy fat kid that's running uh, North Korea. And what? they're the what? ones. They could, they could stop North Korea's economy but, in a week. I am so saddened to have to do this, but good job, John McCain. He called the dictator, the communist over in, um, in North Korea, a, a crazy fat kid. <laughs> that, that's, that's, utter, that's, that's the name of my new band, Crazy Fat Kid. China is the one that can, con- the only one that can control Kim Jong-un, this crazy fat kid that's running <laughs> uh, North Korea. And they're the ones. They could, they could stop North Korea's uh, economy but, in a week. But- <laughs> so, uh, what did the crazy fat kid do <laughs> in response to Senator John McCain? Well, uh, all of you left-wingers out there who, who really don't care about these sorts of things, you guys can tune out right now. He has declared uh, that, the, that he'll destroy the uni- 90% of the United States in, uh, in a nuclear attack. He's, he's threatening war with the United States because John McCain <laughs> called him a fat kid. I mean, he's rather portly. Have you guys seen this guy? Just, just saying. Uh, Drexel University. You guys know this this institution. And by the way, this is to all of you parents out there who might be contemplating sending your kids to this. Well, it's it's a rather nutty campus. Can can we just accept that because of the people who are in their employee primarily? Uh, Drexel University professor George. Do you guys know how to pronounce this guy's name? Sicarello? Is it Sicarillo? Sicarillo? Sicarello? We'll just say Sicko. We'll just call him George Sicko. He has a history of saying a a lot of outlandish things. Here was this professor who was actually openly, he's a racist. He's uh, openly calling for a white genocide. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he's a white guy, too. It's, I, I don't know if it, you can actually, and I'm sure there's other racist remarks that he has said. But uh, at any rate, th- this, is, this is where you've heard this guy's name before. He was on a flight, apparently. And let me ask you guys. You're on a flight. You're boarding. Let's just say you are behind a guy who's dressed in uniform. And listeners of the Chris Salcedo Show, you'll probably thank this guy for his service and you know, fighting for our freedoms and all of that. You board the plane. And you got to pass first class, right? As you're as you're boarding the plane, you got to pass first class, and then to get to your seats, I don't well, unless unless you fly first class, I don't do that very often unless I get an upgrade or a bump up. Oh, that was LA folks on Facebook Live telling me I've got two minutes. She, that's 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 how I know how I've got, how much time I got to talk. Anyway, uh, before we got to go to a break. Anyway, long story short, th- th- this guy. This guy is boarding this plane. He's, he's in uniform. Somebody in first class looks at him and says, hey, look, you know what? Gets up out of his seat and says, I want you to take my seat. 
Now, you're, you're behind this guy. What is your reaction? I, well, I can tell you what my reaction. My reaction is, oh, man, that is, that is way cool. What, what, you know, once in a while, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, I'll, I'll buy, you know, if I'm out getting lunch or a sandwich or something like that and there's somebody in uniform, uh, I'll, buy, I'll just basically pay for their lunch and say uh, his lunch, whatever he's getting, I'm paying for it. And that's what I'll do. And, and you guys have probably done that kind of thing too. So your reaction is, oh, what a cool thing, right? Well, not this left-wing professor, not Drexel University's finest, this uh, George Sicarello. 60 seconds, by the way, till we got to go. Uh, George Sicarello, George Sicko tweets out the following. Some guy gave up his first-class seat for a uniformed soldier. People are thanking him. I'm trying not to vomit or yell about Mosul. Now, there's a lot going on. Uh, of course, the, the American left's hatred for the military, uh, the American left's hatred for those who serve the country uh, on full display right there. But also a fundamental misunderstanding how stupid this professor truly is. As if, as if these fighting men and women being told what to do by the civilian leadership of this country, that's what the military has done. He goes where he's told to, and he, and he, and he fights for our liberties and freedoms. And that possibility makes George Sicko of Drexel University want to vomit. Back in a minute, folks. It's the Chris Salcedo Show right here on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show. We'll be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo. All right, glad you made it back, everybody, here uh, to the program. Coming up, we're going to be uh, solving a riddle. What do Maxine Waters and Hillary Clinton, a couple of leftists, have in common with Fox News Channel's Bill O'Reilly and the godfather of soul, James Brown? <laughs> I will answer those questions. And, of course, the aforementioned Mary Ramirez a day early because uh, we're, taking, we're taking tomorrow off, folks. Um, some personal things I need to attend to. And uh, we'll have a, I think we have a best of show tomorrow. So uh, wanted to give you guys the heads up on that. All right. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. The mayor of Dallas is a, uh, is a Democrat. And he jumped on Fox News yesterday to talk with uh, Martha McCallum on the first 100 days. I don't want you guys to think this is an isolated incident because it's happening in liberal cities all over the country. Uh, apparently, they are harboring illegals and sheltering illegals from federal from the federal government. You have said, you know, after the travel ban, which I know you disagreed with vehemently, you said the time has come to open an office in Dallas City Hall that will serve refugees and immigrants who, amid rumors of raids and further threats of travel ban, don't know where to turn. Have you opened that office to welcome refugees and immigrants at Dallas City Hall? Yes, we have, uh, and we've hired a former ICE uh, employee, somebody that knows how to work with the federal government. Because or how to evade the federal government. So we how are you not harboring the them government. in a sanctuary way? By working Working with the federal government, we think working with the federal government is the right thing to do. I know that Greg Abbott, who you just heard is cracking down on Austin, has said he'll do the same with you about this office. Greg Abbott is, and we've told you guys about this story before, uh, going on in Texas. Greg Abbott, this is making national news, as he is, I think, the only governor 
who is actually pulling funding, actually punishing sanctuary cities. In the state of Texas, there is legislation going through the state house to punish left-wing cities for defying federal immigration law and for for doing the equivalent of what that crazy loony judge did out in Oregon. Remember, ICE was camped outside, had two of the three exits covered. She allowed an illegal immigrant drunk driving felon to get to get out of her courtroom through her private entrance so he wouldn't be deported. She put the citizens of her community at risk to thwart Donald Trump and to thwart the rule of law. And this that activity is going on all over the country in sanctuary Democrat sanctuary cities. Because we know the Democrat Party is the anti-rule of law party. It's what they stand for. By the way, here's what Governor Abbott of the great state of Texas is doing to a sheriff down in Travis County, which is the same county that encompasses Austin, which is a very liberal city inside of the very conservative state of Texas. I withdrew $1.5 million of funding from the governor's office to Travis County. On top of that, what the state of Texas is seeking to do is to make it so punishing for cities and counties that they simply cannot have sanctuary cities. What that includes is fines that, are, that could add up to about $9 million a year. That's, that's a great start. Make, make harboring illegals cost prohibitive. I like that. That, that that's a good first start. Now, I'd like to see some of these Democrats thrown in jail. I like to see them taken away in shackles. I like to see them perp walked. And there is actually one sheriff here in our country proposing to do just that. Uh, Mayor Mike Rawlings, though, because he feels the the pendulum swinging back the other way of. Well, let me just say this. Politically speaking. The, the, the vast majority of Americans hated sanctuary cities, hate accommodating illegals, illegal aliens in this country, hate it. It's wrong. It's immoral. It's bad for America. The majority of Americans don't like it. But we, we up until the election of Donald Trump, there was unanimity among the elected leaders that nothing was going to be done. Republicans and Democrats had winked and nodded. Day. Now, the Chamber of Commerce paying off the Republicans and left-wing constituencies paying off Democrats. Wink and a nod. Nothing was going to be done, right? So mayor of Dallas Rawlings is seeing the, reading some of the tea leaves here saying that now the, oh, oh, dang it. The American people have a voice in the, in the White House. Oh, no. And now, and now he's going to put what, what mayor Rawlings would probably see as his money, our money in the city of Dallas, where, where his mouth is. And basically say, you ain't getting any federal cash if you're not complying with federal law, period. End of sentence. So now mayors all over the all over the country, even though they're behaving as sanctuary cities, we're not sanctuary city. No, we're not. It's like these these idiots up in Rockville, Maryland. Little girl gets raped inside of a inside of a government run school by two illegals who should not have been here. And uh, they're like and they they had up before the city council a sanctuary city policy that they were going to vote on we're not a sanctuary city policy we're not a sanctuary city not us who us that's irresponsible to call us a sanctuary city oh now it's irresponsible now that your left-wing extremist policies are starting to to bear the predictable fruit 
So anyway, Mayor Mike Rawlings pretending that he really cares about illegal immigrant felons being taken off the streets around America. Look, there are 11 million undocumented uh, residents in our country. Undocumented residents. No, we would call them illegal aliens, Mr. Rawlings. Residents. Residents. See how, he, how they try, these Democrats, trying to normalize illegality? See how they go about doing that? Oh, just a resident. Just like, just like you. You're an American. You're, you're a resident in your town. Hey, that illegal alien's just like you. He's a resident, too. Right, Mayor Mike Rawlings? Right. Uh, the lion's share of them are very, very uh, um, uh, safe, if you will. And there are some bad guys, and we've got to make sure we focus on that. Yes. Yes, and a lot of your left-wing compatriots, Mayor Rawlings, are focusing on, on all of those bad guys and making sure they're back out on the streets. Uh, there's a story out there. I, I don't have it up in front of me, folks, but I remember this during the era of Obama. He was letting out murderers, rapists, drug dealers out on the streets. And all these left-wing constituencies, these left-wing cities, these sanctuary cities around the country, uh, like we saw in Oregon, they're letting out individuals who are slated for deportation because they're, they're not they're not gardeners, folks. They're not uh, 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 women and men who are working in hotels, either changing beds or or as cooks. That That's not who the federal government is focusing in on. They're focusing in on the worst of the worst, the criminals and Democrats around the cities of America are busy letting these people go. Because they don't want to get that system going. San Francisco's out there saying, hey, we're not going to cooperate. L.A.'s out there saying, we're not going to cooperate. If the federal government says, hold that illegal immigrant felon, a multiple-time deportee who has done uh, drunk driving, drugs, killed somebody, hold them. San Francisco said, no, we're not going to do it. Nah, 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 nah. We're not going to do it. And then they expect not to see the inside of a jail cell when they do that. And I'm saying they need to see the inside of a jail cell. Uh, Elected leaders in those cities who undertake these types of policies, like the city of Los Angeles, Fox News Channel, reporting on the deviant who runs the city of Los Angeles. You can count on your privacy being protected by your city. He's talking to illegal aliens. Your... Your pri- you illegal aliens have privacy in the United States of America, according to extremist left-wing Democrats. L.A. officially declared itself a sanctuary city Tuesday, saying no city employee or official can cooperate with the federal government. You cannot cooperate with the federal government. Can you imagine that? They've passed an ordinance saying that no city official can co-op- cooperate with the federal government. Now, good. Good. Then the federal government will not be cooperating with the city of Los Angeles. No money for this. No money for the city of Los Angeles. None. Zero. Damn it. None of my taxpayer dollars to the city of Los Angeles. Let them support their illegal activities themselves. I do not support illegal felons. I do not support illegal Democrats with my taxpayer money. And I'm talking to you folks in the Trump administration. None, not one penny to Los Angeles, not one penny to San Francisco or to Dallas or to San Antonio or to New York City. De Blasio's taking the same damn stance. This is absurd. Do not do, what do you mean? Do not 
cooperate with the federal government. When did we get that option? I would have chosen not to cooperate with eight years of Barack Obama. When was that an option? And why do you leftists only discover that option when there's a Republican in in the Oval Office enforcing the rule of law? Hell, I didn't want to comply with Obamacare. I didn't want to comply with Obama's exorbitant taxation. What? You mean it's just as easy to pass a resolution and say, do not cooperate? Who knew? Who knew that chaos was so easy to achieve in the city of Los Angeles? Mayor of Los Angeles is a reprobate and a disgrace to this country, as is all the others, mayors and left-wingers, who are following his lead. A disgrace. They don't deserve to be in their elected positions. They deserve to be in jail. Back in a minute. The Salcedo Show on The Blaze. Hell, storms are coming. It's not just the show. It's a force of nature. Hashtag Salcedo Storm. The Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Chris Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. And identifying, detaining, or deporting illegal immigrants. In Los Angeles, we don't separate children from their families because it's inhumane. In Los Angeles, we don't demonize our hardworking neighbors just because they speak a different language. What does language have to do with any of this? What does language have to do with any of this? There are plenty of citizens in the United States who speak different languages. What's a mat what's a matter with you? Now either Either this guy is that stupid, this mayor of Los Angeles is that stupid, or he's praying everybody else is. And we don't separate families? Well, you know what? Nobody twisted their arm to come here. Now, granted, they were allowed in, and that's a failure of 535 individuals up in the, up in the nation's capital and various administrations over the last 40 or 50 years. They should never have been allowed in. But they were. But they were. It doesn't mean that the country has to make them easy in their illegality. Of course it doesn't. But we understand what California is, is trying to do, what these Democrats are trying to do. They're trying to build up a, a constituency, a political constituency. And they're going to work very hard to get these illegals the vote. They're going to work very hard for that. And I'm, and this, this, we don't separate families. Well, no, nobody says that, they, that those who are criminal aliens... Uh, have to leave without their families, deport them, and have them take their families with them. <laughs> not, no, but nobody says they have to stay. But they're, but they're American citizens. Well, yeah, but you don't, want them, you don't want them to be without their families, do you? The solution isn't to keep the criminal illegal aliens here because they have American citizen, uh, American citizen children. The solution is to get rid of the illegal immigrant felon. And if the, if the kids don't want to be without their illegal alien felon, parent then go with them once they're deported uh th- this is not the fault of the american people this is the fault of 535 individuals in that congress and one president across several administrations and several parties now 
granted, as was the case with, with everything that, that Obama touched, it got exponentially worse. And we will be reaping the, the consequences of his open-door illegal immigration policy for, for many, many years here in this country. Because in his zealousness to allow illegal immigrants into this country nearly at will, he also allowed a lot of bad people into this country, a lot of bad people. And they're going to start preying on us. Not, not on Barack Obama, not on the, the mayor of Los Angeles. He's got armed protection. Mayor of Los Angeles uh, probably lived in a gated community before he ascended the, uh, to the highest heights of government in the city of Angels. And n- none of these leftists will ever have to mingle with the rest of us. No, no. They will uh, sit there on their ivory towers and and proclaim how it is up to we, the little people, to put up with their garbage, to put up with their crap. Fox News continued. Or come from a different country, that's un-American. We look to be able to strike that balance between public safety and public trust. L.A. County Sheriff Jim McDonald runs the largest jail in America. His patrol deputies don't enforce immigration law, but he opposes any policy that bans police from communicating with ICE. We do a better job because we work together than we otherwise would. Counterterrorism, a great example. Yeah, and again, uh, uh, the city of Los Angeles not really caring about cooperative efforts on counterterrorism what if your terrorist is illegal (gasps) what do you do then mayor of los angeles what do you do then as you forbid your employees as you forbid individuals in your city from cooperating with the federal government tell you what there's a terrorist attack inside of los angeles there is uh, one person to blame and that's And one political party to blame because it's all left wingers. It's all Democrats out there in California. Same thing goes for San Francisco. Let's see how long they can keep up this. Oh, we're not going to cooperate with the federal government. Ah, these people belong. Like I said, they belong in a cell. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches? I don't have to show you any stinking batches! This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hour two is underway here in the Chris Salcedo Show, folks. We'll get back to uh, immigration very quickly. I I just want, as you know, I'm a big fan of Feedly, which is an RSS feed that puts together a whole bunch of uh, stories that are out there. You guys see the previews for Ghosts in the Shell? It's a new movie out. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is in it. And I try not to let this... I I don't do boycotts. I don't do any of that garbage. But uh, I, 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 I will tell you, my politics do somewhat inform... What movies I want to go see? Am I going to go see The Avengers if she's in it? Yeah. I probably still will. 
but Ghost in the Shell, where she's the feature all by herself, knowing that she's a big anti-Trumpster. I let me ask you guys this: Do do you not patronize libs? Do you try not to support their opulent lifestyle as they as they support cats in office who work to prop up elites? I, I I'm noticing this. Uh, it's just a preview that's sitting on one of these little uh, links that I have. It's a it's a little what they call it a playing card link. Basically shows the the picture associated with it. And it's a it's a gif. It's a it's a moving picture, and it's Scarlett Johansson's character doing what Ghost in the Shell is all about. It's some it's something about AI or uh, artificial bodies. Uh, with minds being transferred into artificial bodies. I, I, I just saw a couple of trailers. And I would just, before we came back on the air, I was wondering, yeah, you know what? Am I going to go see that? No. No. It, it, I just, and what made up my mind, it wasn't, like I said, if it was, if it was an Avengers trailer, I'd probably still go see it. Still haven't seen Logan because of Patrick Stewart. Uh, declaring he wants to become an American to come over here and undermine uh, conservatism and undermine what it basically what it is to be an American. That's why he wants to be an American to oppose my president and to oppose and to impose left wing ideology on the country and put those into political office and want to make that a reality. So I've still not seen Logan. And it's not that I, I said, I, I'm just not going to go. I just don't, no way am I going to go patronize that leftist uh, Patrick Stewart. And, and you guys remember how crushed I was to find out how much of a leftist Patrick Stewart is. Uh, because he was a childhood hero of mine. But I guess the question I have for you is, and, and, and let me tell you where I'm at. It's, it's like I'm not making a special effort to go see it. You know what I mean? Where if it was Star Wars, you know, bar, you know, just keep me away. I'll be at the midnight showing. That's the way it is with me. I've really got to... I have really got to be inspired to go see a movie, in particular with how busy the Chris Salcedo show schedule is. Oh, is it? <laughs> Somebody, uh, who's, who's just tweeting in? Hold on a second. Uh, this is, whoa, Q-Ball. Q-Ball tweeting in, Ghost in the Shell is what the Matrix ripped off. Oh, so the Ghost in the Shell is not a Matrix ripoff, Ghost in the Shell must have it must have a, a book origin that was ripped off by the Matrix with uh, Keanu Reeves. Okay, I, I I will not make a special effort to go and see things that I know are put out that, that will that will profit leftists. I just won't. Will Will it stop me from watching it? I'm not that doctrinaire. No, if, if it comes up on pay per view, I might. I might drop, you know, if it's a, a weekend special or something like that, I might drop three bucks or four bucks for a standard view to watch it. You know, if it's Scarlett Johansson or any one of these left wingers, you know, Patrick Stewart. But I'm not, go I'm not going to boycott and I'm not going to call for people not to go see those kinds of things. I'm just, that's just kind of how I feel about it. But I know other people who feel differently who will say, you know what, I... If I find out you're a leftist, Captain America, he's a big, big lib, extremist liberal. Captain America, the guy who plays Captain America. Uh, am I not going to go see Captain America in theaters? I might, I might wait for it to come out on pay-per-view. 
now that I know that, that he's a big lefty? I might. Whereas before, I'd probably make it a five-ticket item with the kids and the, and, and the wife to go and watch it and maybe do a, a studio movie grill or something like that. Experience. Uh, we, we did that with, uh, what, which one was that? Well, we did we do it all the animated movies, but I think the one, Age of Ultron, I think is what we did that with the Avengers. But now that it, it's not going to be a priority and I'm not going to make it a, a family night out for my family knowing that Captain America is a big, huge lib. Why would I? I'm not going to go pay those those prices, and uh, and prop up this guy. And if and if I really want to see what he's offering as far as you know just being entertained, then I'll I'll give him the least possible by waiting until it comes out on um, on pay per view or, or or on demand. They don't call it pay per view anymore, do they? On demand, or I'll uh, wait till a friend of mine buys the DVD. <laughs> And I'll borrow it. Something like that. 888 Welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. Back to Fox News detailing how these leftists across the country are vowing to defy federal immigration law. I'm a great example. McDonald is one of the few politicians opposing a statewide sanctuary bill that would prohibit jail officials from even identifying violent criminal aliens for deportation. Now that is California. They are saying if the federal government uh, wants access to our databases showing violent criminal aliens, we don't even want to give them that. California is going to the mat fighting for violent illegal aliens to remain among their people. Think about that. Think about that. That's how far gone the state of California is. We can allow ICE access to those individuals. That's a system that by and large works very well for us at this point, and that's one of the main reasons that uh, I look at uh, Senate Bill 54 as something that is unnecessary at this point. While California may enact a sanctuary policy, other states are making them illegal. Lawmakers in Florida, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Wisconsin, and Texas have introduced bills to penalize sanctuary cities financially. Yes. And then I, I want to go one step further. I want to cr- criminalize lawmakers who institute these policies. Put them in jail and have them forfeit their seats. That's what I want. I want to see these Democrat mayors, these liberal extremists perp walked for violating the law. I, I, that's just that's just how I that's, that's how strongly I feel about it. The, the the mayor of Los Angeles belongs in jail. The mayor of San Francisco belongs in jail. The mayor of New York belongs in jail for for taking the stances and implementing policies that run counter to federal immigration law. And protecting illegal immigrant felons. WBZ. Up in Massachusetts, reporting, this is a CBS affiliate up there in, uh, in New England, reporting that one of their elected leaders, a state rep, actually warned illegal immigrant criminals that ICE may be coming their way. You're not going to believe this. A state representative posted online warnings to her constituents about upcoming immigration rates. The Brockton lawmaker warned people who might face deportation to actually stay inside. She says tonight that she was just passing along a rumor, but critics say she's putting law enforcement in danger. And she is. Consider this. 
you are one of now again remember i want to remind you federal authorities are not going after you know cooks inside of a restaurant they're not going after uh women who make beds in hotels they're going after illegal immigrant felons you know like the ones in hempstead new york that guy who stabbed two women and raped a two-year-old that guy that's who they're going after and that's who this elected representative in Massachusetts wanted to protect. David, we're getting mixed reaction about that Facebook post from all over the country, including reaction from a local sheriff who is testifying before Congress today on the topic of illegal immigration. State Rep. Michelle Dubois putting out the warning on Facebook about potential ICE raids in Brockton on March 28th and 29th, saying it's a rumor she's heard from the immigration community. This is scary to leave. You know what I'm saying? I'm Hispanic. I got an accent. Immigration advocates in Brockton are applauding Representative Dubois for spreading the word. Go for her. Yeah, good for her. Well, you know what? Just having an accent doesn't make you illegal, sweetheart. The fact that your legal status has no nothing to do with your accent. And good for her. So here's this Miss Dubois who put these law enforcement officials in danger. Because remember, these are the worst of the worst. Now, what if they're what if they're arms trafficking or what if they what if they've got illegal weapons and they know that ICE is on the way to come and round them up courtesy of an elected Democrat? What are they going to do? Set up an ambush, maybe kill some cops, kill some federal agents. And one thinks that the, the, the lawmaker, the Democrat lawmaker is like, good, then they won't come back in the cities and and uh, target our illegal immigrant felons anymore because we love our illegal immigrant felons in Democrat cities, don't we? Good grief. These people are sick. These people are sick. Now, the sheriff you heard mentioned by WBZ, his name's Thomas Hodgson. He was up on... Um, I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly. H-O-D-G-S-O-N. Hodgson. Anyway, he was up on Capitol Hill testifying. And you'll hear what he had to say. He's with me. He wants to throw these elected leaders in jail when they aid illegal immigrant felons. Back in a minute. The Salcedo Show on The Blaze. This is The Chris Salcedo Show. Only on The Blaze Radio Network. to the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, the WBZ report up in, um, up in New England was talking about the Massachusetts Sheriff uh, Thomas Hodgson. I, I don't exactly know how you pronounce his name. H-O-D-G-S-O-N. Is it Hodgson? Hodgson. And uh, anyway, he is with me saying that these elected Democrats, uh, not only do they not deserve their jobs they're violating their oaths but when they like the folks in california are proposing to do will stand in the way of of the feds enforcing immigration law to deport illegal alien criminals when they when they vow to stand in the way they need to be prosecuted they need to be put in jail and i'm i'm looking forward to the day of seeing democrats in shackles our law enforcement team as an opposing team that consists of local officials, 
elected or appointed, who have created and advocated sanctuary cities, states, communities, and even colleges. What a statement. Those in law enforcement have adversaries and they're elected leaders. They're Democrats. Extremist libs are adversaries, and I call them the anti-rule of law party. This is further evidence of it. Here's a sheriff testifying before Congress saying, yeah, my opposition, I'm not only battling the bad guys, I'm battling extremist liberal Democrats who want to, who are standing up for the bad guys. They are our adversaries. What a statement that is. That the, the Democrat Party, and we've known this about them, but the Democrat Party is is antithetical to the civilized society. These officials pledge not to work with, cooperate, or even communicate with federal immigration enforcement. As a result, these safe zones have become magnets for illegal aliens, some of which have violent criminal records. At best, sanctuary cities are a direct violation of of trust between the legal residents and the elected officials who took an oath to protect them at all costs. At the worst, it's careless, illegal, and extremely dangerous. If these sanctuary cities are going to harbor and conceal criminally legal aliens from ICE, which is in direct violation of Title Eight of the U.S. Code. In direct violation of Title Eight of the U.S. Code. Federal arrest warrants should be issued for their elected officials. Can I get an amen? I am so sick and tired of Democrats getting away with illegal activity. I'm, I'm just done. I'm done. Now, speaking of uh, Democrats who are reprobates, uh, this is a favorite of the Chris Salcedo show. Representative Luis Gutierrez, he is a extremist liberal. He was just recently arrested himself. Uh, a fine, a fine example of what it is to be a Democrat. He was listening to this testimony in Congress about uh, from from the sheriff and from others who were saying, you know, it's a bad idea to violate law. And here comes Mr. Gutierrez lying to the American people to justify his political party's continued advocacy for the breaking of U.S. law. But it really doesn't. We're not here to solve a problem. We're here to say that immigrants are drunk drivers, murderers, rapists, and what else, and gang members. Who's saying that? First off, we, we, there are those in that population, Ms. Gutierrez, and you are a... You're a filthy liar if you, you are saying there are no rapists coming across that border. There's no drug dealers coming across that border. There are no uh, uh, murderers coming across that border. You're a sick man if, you th- if you're trying to tell the American people, which is this, this is why he's trying to do this. He's trying to shame people and just into saying, well, just because it's not all. That means unless it's all those all those people coming across that border are felons, then you can't stop them. What? Now, we, now, I know. Now, Representative Luis Gutierrez doesn't know because he's a Democrat and brains God gave a soda biscuit. Uh, probably not. But there, we don't have the ability at the border right now because our system doesn't allow to, oh, you're a good illegal alien and you're a good illegal alien. Oh, but you're a, be- you're a felon. You get to stay. You know, you can't come in. No, 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 no. That's not happening. Luis Gutierrez maybe pretends in his little, imagine, his little imagination that that actually happens, but that doesn't happen. So in Mr. Gutierrez's efforts to allow illegal immigrants into this country, he is also allowing those folks that he just articulated. But it really doesn't. We're not here to solve a problem. We're here to say that immigrants are drunk drivers. Some of them are. Murderers. Some of them are. 
rapists. And some of them are. And what else? And gang members. And some of them are. Uh, Mr. Gutierrez, are you familiar with MS-13? Do you even know what MS-13 is? Probably not. Because in his mind, when illegal aliens commit felonies and violence, it's A-OK in his book. He's a Democrat. But he's, again, he's showing a tremendous amount of ignorance. Now, here's where he gets into the lying part. Because it doesn't change. But that shouldn't surprise us since we have a president that said that all Mexicans are murderers, drunk rapists, and drug dealers. Did our president actually say that all Mexicans are drunk dealer, drug dealers and rapists? Did, did our president actually say that? Oh, no. You see, Representative Luthi, Luis Gutierrez is a, is a filthy, stinking, rotten liar. He is a loudmouth leftist Latino. This is why I oppose him, because he gives all of the, all of the rest of us Latinos a bad name. Because, you know, if, if you are not an, a particularly informed person, you're going to think that all Latinos lie just like Representative Luis Gutierrez does. Donald Trump did not say all Mexicans. Here's what Mr. Trump actually said. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems. And they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. See, that's a far cry from what Representative Luis Gutierrez just said. A congressman, if you can believe it. Uh, Mr. Trump did not say all. Mr. Trump actually uttered a truism. Those populations are represented by those illegally entering the country. And to Representative Luis Gutierrez, how many murders by illegal aliens are acceptable to you, sir? And this is a question that will never be asked because he's a Democrat and the press doesn't ask tough questions of Democrats. But, sir, how many illegal aliens killing Americans are acceptable to you? How many rapes are acceptable to you to continue this nonsense, this rampant illegal immigration and accommodation of illegal aliens in sanctuary cities all over the country? How many, sir? Give us a round number so we know where you Democrats actually stand. Back in a minute, Mary Ramirez shows up on the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. Coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show, we will solve the riddle. What do Maxine Waters and Hillary Clinton, a bunch, uh, a couple of leftists, and Bill O'Reilly from the Fox News Channel and the Godfather of Soul all have in common? It's all coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show. All will be revealed. Uh, Mary Ramirez joining us right now here on the Chris Salcedo Show. A day early because tomorrow we will be off. So, hey, Mary, welcome. Hey, Chris, thanks for having me. And, and thank you very much for getting your piece done uh, a day early. <laughs> I was uh, going to say, Chris, you're crafting my style uh, here. Trying, like, come on. Trying. <laughs> it's got some personal things to take care of. So look, uh, what is on your agenda this week? 
Well, you know, Chris, I, I, to your last hour's point, I was actually going to write about immigration this week because it's got me fired up just as, as much as it does you. But then something happened today that I, I just felt like I couldn't ignore. And I love your thoughts on it, too. But President Trump said something um, that I couldn't ignore, especially given my, my promise uh, these months back to, to speak out when I felt that he was doing something wrong. And it was a tweet that he sent out. He said the Freedom Caucus will will hurt the entire Republican agenda if they don't get on the team and fast. We must fight them and Democrats in 2018. And that really took me aback. And, you know, and I get it. It's, it's not the first time that he's done something that doesn't really jibe with, you know, conservative principles. And, and, you know, I kind of expected that there would be a few of those things because, you know, he's not a dyed in the wool conservative. But I, I had hoped, given his business acumen, um, that, that, that that would dictate a little common sense. You know, if you look at it from a business perspective, if you walked into a failing business, uh, you know, that had been doing things the wrong way or the same way for X amount of years, I, I don't think he would say, well, gee, let's build on this swamp. No, common sense would dictate that, that something needs to change. And so I was sort of hoping that he might maybe take that stance when he came into Washington. And and, and call me crazy, but but when you're <laughs> crazy, representatives, Sorry. <laughs> when congressional representatives who represent change, OK, that the very change that Donald Trump is talking about, the Freedom Caucus, for example, are all like, you know, danger, Will Robinson, about something in particular Trump here. Wouldn't common sense dictate that that Trump should stop and, and listen to that instead of threatening them? That it just it just really shocked me. Well, and what you've got to understand me- is that those who have Mr. Trump's ear are mm-hmm. are the likes of Paul Ryan and and the GOP establishment. Right. So well, what, no. what 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 Trump is getting? Uh, he's a he's a political neophyte, right? Right. The the impression of the Freedom Caucuses he's getting are from former members like Congressman Ted Poe saying that, right. that if it was the Ten Commandments up for a vote, then they wouldn't approve it. Uh, he, they, they are portraying the Freedom Caucus to the, the president as a bunch of guys who are just uh, can never get to yes, can never compromise. And, and I think he's getting bad information, but that's, that seems to be what Donald Trump is um, and now you'd think that somebody who recognizes disparate interests mm-hmm. in any negotiation should be able to recognize. Wait a minute, this is this is what the the establishment thinks of the Freedom Caucus. Uh, right. You know, the the Freedom Caucus would have quite a different take, and that he would take that into consideration be- before jumping on Twitter. But I'm with you. Right. I, I I don't know that he is doing much good for no. anybody going after the Freedom Caucus. No, and I'm and I don't want anyone to think that I'm giving up on Donald Trump and somehow I'm throwing in my hat and this is it and oh my gosh, you know, no, I I, I agree with you. He probably is getting bad information because currently he's he's got he's surrounded by people that it's in their best interest to give him bad information. About and Mike Pence knows better. Than, Mike Pence should right. know better than See that, than any of this. That's my concern. Is that you've got a guy, okay, Donald Trump? I think most people will admit has. Incredible business acumen. I mean, he is an incredibly wealthy and successful man. Okay, so he's not dumb, right? And, and and then he brings in people like Pence and others, surrounds himself with fairly decent people that you would think are you know going to be standing there saying, no, hang on, hang on, just a second here. We need to talk about this. Okay, that that's where I'm concerned because see, it, it's we're dealing with something so much bigger here. It's not just a matter of winning or, you know, getting something accomplished for the sake of accomplishing something. We're dealing with principles here. He talks about making America great again, which is, I, I believe in that. We have fallen from where we once were. But that indicates that he understands that it once was great. Well, why is that? 
Why is it great when so many other nations, we've talked about this before, so many other nations have failed in this sort of miserable spiral of, of dictatorship and oppression, right? So again, that's where I'm not understanding where that, that common sense is not, you know, sort of raising a flag here with him. That, gee, we've been doing the same thing in Washington for the last X amount of years, and it's, it's, it's yielded the same result. So when you've got a group of people that are over here saying, whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why wouldn't it behoove him? Why wouldn't he listen to them is my concern? You know, and, and what we have to understand as, as, as conservatives, and I think you and I talked about this when I first said, okay, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. We conservatives have to be ringing this bell constantly and over and over again that without conservative principles, even stumbled upon by accident, we cannot have a conservative outcome. It's just like, uh, Chris, I don't know if you know the story of, of Thomas Paine, who ironically in this instance wrote Common Sense. He went over to France and he thought that, that the French Revolution was going to be the same as the American Revolution. He tried to get George Washington to, to uh, jump on board with it. He thought it was going to be the same type of thing. And Washington said, you know, no, no, it's not. It's not because we're not dealing in principles here. It's, it's not the same thing. Of course, he ignored him and <laughs> ended up in the Bastille. But we have to be sounding the bell about principles. It's not about just winning or getting something passed. And, and I mean... I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's surrounding himself with the wrong people or well, not listening to the good people he has surrounded himself about with. About the Freedom Caucus, too. Um, you know, they have to be ready to mm-hmm. say, uh, if we get 75 to 80 percent of what we want, we'll call it a victory. Yeah, now, and, I'm not, I, and I'm not alleging for one second that, that what, what Paul Ryan was offering in that repeal bill was anywhere near no. close to 75 or 80 percent. No. Um, and... Again, they're, they're ha- they, they've got to play this thing smart. And I, they I don't, do. I don't know that, that it, it seemed to me to be a capitulation. Paul Ryan's bill seemed to be a capitulation, an acceptance of an entitlement, mm-hmm. and, and, and not actually trying to get conservative principles in there to roll back that entitlement. Um, and I think that's where the Freedom Caucus, one of their primary stances was, look, we've got to get rid of this. We can't accept it. So what's the name of the piece, Mary? Yes, Chris, it's Take Heed, Mr. President. You're biting the hand that elected you. Oh. And that is on my blog, A Future Free, and I'll tweet it out right after this segment. Thank you, lady. Appreciate it. Mary Ramirez, everybody. Uh, since we're off tomorrow, Mary, have a great weekend. You too, Chris. All right, girl. Thank you very much for being here on the Chris Salcedo Show. All right. Let's answer the riddle. What do the leftists, Hillary Clinton, Maxine Waters, Bill O'Reilly, and the godfather of soul have in common? Well, it all started with this soundbite that we brought you earlier in the week. Maxine Waters uh, behaving like, well, a, a, a buffoon. We have suffered discrimination. We have, dis- we have suffered isolation and undermining. But we stand up for America oftentimes when others who think they are more patriotic, who say they are more patriotic, do not. When we fight against this president and we point out how dangerous he is for this society and for this country. We're fighting for the democracy. <laughs> right. Uh, anytime the Democrats oppose somebody, they're fighting for the democracy. Uh, but anytime we oppose one of their occupiers of the Oval Office, like we oppose Barack Obama, oh, we're racists. Yeah. We, so anyway, Maxine Waters, a whole bunch of non sequiturs in there, a whole bunch of uh, of idiocy, of course. It's always patriotic when Democrats dissent, but when uh, conservatives dissent, oh, we're, we're just crazy, right? We're fighting for America. We're saying to those who say they're patriotic, but they turned a blind eye to the destruction that he's about to, to cause. This. 
they turned they turned past tense a blind eye to the destruction he's about to cause <laughs> uh the woman's insane clearly now fox and friends plays the sound clip that you just heard of maxine waters and bill o'reilly's making the rounds and promoting his new book and well he had uh some things to say about maxine waters and that soundbite and they wanted to know hey bill what did you think about what maxine the rambling idiotic statements of maxine waters and bill o'reilly said this i didn't hear a word she said i was <laughs> i was looking at the james brown wig <laughs> if we have a picture of james it's the same it's w- the same one right okay now he got in trouble for this he got in trouble for and, and actually apologized for this by by saying that the representative from california maxine waters the socialist uh, the woman who we've said is dumber than a sack of rocks, and we have evidence to prove it, that he had to apologize for saying that she had James Brown hair. <laughs> so uh, my my big question is, what's wrong with James James Brown's hair? I'm looking at pictures of James Brown, and that that's one cool cat. James Brown is cool. And... So, and you know what? The fact that James Brown hair looks good on both sexes actually, actually uh, testifies to its superiority. <laughs> so th- this is, I, I don't understand why this is being regarded. Some are calling this racist. <laughs> racist, right? Saying that, that Maxine Waters had James Brown hair. Wow! We'll get into that. The other side of the break. The Salcedo Show on The Blaze. Keep up with The Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo Show. Listen, dial, speak. 888-900-3393. I didn't hear a word she said. I was, <laughs> I was looking at the James Brown wig. <laughs> if we have a picture of James, it's the same. It's the same one. No, right. And okay. he's not using it anymore. You're all wrong about I have this. to defend her on that. She's a, you can't go after a woman's looks. I think she's very attractive. But she, I didn't say she wasn't attractive. Her I love pretty. James Brown. But it's okay. the same hair. James exactly. Brown, are the godfather of soul, had. So he had girl hair. Uh, whatever it is, I just couldn't get by it. You're Shrupton. all wrong about Maxine Waters. Number one, she's a sincere individual. Whatever she says, she believes. She's not mm-hmm. a phony. Oh, yeah. She's a, she's a full-blown socialist. Full-tilt, anti-American, blown, full-blown socialist. So yeah, she's a committed leftist. Don't don't misunderstand. And now now O'Reilly had to apologize for it, but now of course this is all being spun negatively. And again, for the record, I think James Brown hair is cool. <laughs> so, who is weighing in on this? The third piece of the well, actually fourth. You got Maxine Waters, 
Bill O'Reilly, the godfather of soul. And look who's come out of the woods. Just look at all that's happened in the last few days to women who were simply doing their jobs. April Ryan, a respected journalist with... Who says she's respected? Who who says April Ryan is a respected... Well, who says she's a journalist? Who says she's respected? Good grief. A respected journalist because she's a left, she's left-wing biased. That's why Hillary Clinton respects her. Unrivaled integrity. <laughs> Unrivaled integrity. Right. Okay, whatever. Doing her job just this afternoon in the White House press room when she was patronized and cut off trying to ask a question. One of your own California congresswomen. Wait a minute. Back to back to Spicer. Spicer had this, and we talked to you guys about this with uh, April Ryan and Spicer. He gave her like five minutes in this back and forth. She she dominated the press conference, the uh, the press availability, the press briefing. She wasn't cut off. Good grief. So respect it now, now of course hillary clinton i want whatever she was smoking out there in the woods she's she's this is this is an evil man exploiting a vulnerable woman denigrating a vulnerable woman and then, then she gets the maxine waters thing one of your own california congresswomen maxine waters was taunted with a racist joke about her hair racist how is saying that her hair looks like james brown at all racist i don't i don't understand again i want whatever she was smoking out there in the in the woods oh it's a racist it's a racist comment james brown hair is not racist there's nothing racist about james brown hair james brown hair is cool hillary what the hell's the matter with you now too many women especially women of color, have had a lifetime of practice taking precisely these kinds of indignities in stride. But why should we have to? <sighs> Indignity. I'm telling you tomorrow, if somebody says, hey, you got James Brown hair, I am not looking at it as an indignity. I'm just saying. Now, we, we understand why Hillary Clinton's doing all of this. All I have to say is, please... Please run again. Please, Hillary Clinton, run again. We want Hillary. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, I, I think, is that about all we can fit in today, guys? I think that's about all we can fit in today. I mean, we could do one more, you know, uh, chant in honor of, what's her name? <laughs> Rachel Dolezal. No, I think, I think we're, we're going to end it right there. Because uh, I've got an early weekend to start, and I, I know you guys—I know you guys have one more full day to put in, and 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 I and I feel badly for that. But we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Um, we'll of course be watching what's going on with the Senate Intelligence Committee meeting today, and gee, they're going to be told once again, hey, guess what? No evidence of collusion, and we're going to still continue on because that's what the press will do. Hey, remember, everybody, a society's worth isn't measured by how much power is seized by its government, but rather how much power is reserved for we, the people. Have yourselves a fantastic day. See you next Monday right here on The Blaze. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze Radio Network.